0: Hi there, this is Taylor, checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and intentional ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into wildlife, drawdown, and rulings. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Alright. First category here is wildlife coming out of cbsnews.com and I love this one. California judge restores federal protection for gray wolves in 44 states. A judge in California ruled that gray wolves should be protected by the Endangered Species Act. Two years ago, the Trump administration removed them from the list and from protection of federal law. Senior District Judge Jeffrey White of United States District Court for the Northern District of California found that the 2020 decision was based only on recovered gray wolf populations in the Great Lakes and northern Rocky Mountains and did not take into account threats to the species in other portions of the U.S. Just three days prior to the judge's ruling, Secretary of the Interior Deb Howland published an essay in USA Today, mourning the current state of the gray wolf species. White's decision only applies to 44 of the lower 48 states and does not include Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, and New Mexico. Congress delisted Montana and Idaho in 2011 and Wyoming in 2017, according uh, according to the Associated Press. New Mexico's wolves never lost federal protection. The second story here is out of SciNature.com. Iceland set to end whaling by 2024 due to lack of demand. Go figure, nobody wants to eat whales. Alright, it is very unlikely that whaling licenses will be renewed in Iceland when they expire at the end of 2023 its Minister of Fisheries and Agriculture, has announced this will effectively end commercial whaling in Iceland once again after it was resumed back in 2006. However, it may not be due to controversy surrounding the nation's whaling practices. It appears that there is little economic benefit to whale hunting anymore, and a combination of the pandemic restrictions and Japan starting commercial hunting of whales again in 2019 has pushed the few firms allowed to hunt these marine mammals to stop the practice already. In 2018, firms in the Nordic country killed 146 fin whales and 6 minke whales. Icelandic whalers that year also were also accused of slaughtering a rare blue whale hybrid. <laughs> blue whales, the largest animal that ever existed, are an endangered species due to centuries of human hunting and are protected everywhere now. Iceland's annual quotas for 2019 to 2023 allow the hunting of 209 fin whales, the second largest whale, and 217 minke whales, one of the smallest. In the last three years, however, just one whale was killed, a minke whale in 2021, after some of the largest commercial whaling companies in Iceland called off their hunts for 2019 and 2020. Really happy to see that uh, less whales will be killed. Our second category of drawdown, we have one story here. This is a really exciting one. Um, One that we've paid attention to here in Pelicanus News before. This one's coming out of theguardian.com. Nuclear fusion heat record, a huge step in quest for new energy source. The Oxfordshire scientist feat raises hopes of using reactions that power sun for low carbon energy. The prospect of harnessing the power of the stars has moved a step closer to reality after scientists set a new record for the amount of energy released in a sustained fusion reaction. Researchers at the Joint European Taurus, JET, a fusion experiment in Oxfordshire, generated 59 megajoules of heat, equivalent to about 49 kilograms of TNT. During a five-second burst of fusion, more than doubling the previous record of 21.7 megajoules set in 1997 by the same facility. The feat follows more than two decades of tests and refinements at the Cullum Center for Fusion Energy and has been hailed as a major milestone on the road to fusion becoming a viable and sustainable low-carbon energy source. These landmark results have taken us a huge step closer to conquering one of the biggest scientific and engineering challenges of them all said Professor Ian Chapman, the chief executive executive of the UK Atomic Energy Authority. It's clear we must make significant changes to address the effects of climate change, and fusion offers so much potential. If all goes well, the next step is to build a European demonstration power plant that produces more electricity than it uses and is hooked up to the grid. Okay, now this next sentence is really weird. I cannot get clarification on this, but bear with me. The prospect of fusion energy is deeply attractive because it does not release greenhouse gases. And, here we go, one kilogram of fusion fuel contains about 10 M times as much energy as one kilogram of coal, oil, or gas. Now, what I can't tell is if they mean it contains 10 times as much energy as 1 kilogram of coal, oil, or gas, or if that M after the 10 means million or something else. Um, I'm going to assume that they're saying this contains 10 times as much energy as 1 kilogram of coal, oil, or gas, but if that's 10 million, that could be very different. Anyway, this is, regardless of that, this is really exciting. Uh, The next and last category has two stories in here. Both of them I love. First one is out of mongabay.com. Ecuador's top court rules for stronger land rights for indigenous communities. Ecuador's Constitutional Court has ruled that an indigenous community's right to free, prior, and informed consultation was violated by oil projects and called for stronger protections to guarantee indigenous communities' rights to decide over extractive projects in their territories. As part of the ruling, the judges said indigenous communities must not only be consulted about extractive projects on or near their territory, but they must also give their consent to such projects. The ruling will immediately affect oil and mining projects across the country as they must now seek the consent of indigenous communities who might be affected by these activities. Our last story, this might be my favorite story I've ever seen in any of these Pelicanas news for the last two years. This is coming out of Bloomberg.com. China jails almost 50 steel executives for faking emissions data. China will jail 47 steel company officials for faking air pollution data in a sign that Beijing's crackdown on firms that are flouting environmental rules is intensifying. The officials who worked at four mills in Tangshan City near Beijing, China's top steel-making hub, were given prison sentences from 6 to 18 months, the municipal government said in a statement on its WeChat channel that cited court documents. The sentences underscore Beijing's push to clean up a major source of air pollution. Authorities have ramped up environmental controls on the steel industry over the past decade in a bid to reduce bouts of dirty air. The goal is to have more than 530 million tons of capacity in the ultra-low emissions category by 2025. The officials uh, at Tangzhang Great Wall Steel Group Songting Iron and Steel Co., Hebi Jingba Iron and Steel Group Co., Tangzheng Medium Thick Plate Co., and Tangzheng Jingma Steel Group interfered with monitoring devices to allow the release of large quantities of pollutants in March 2021, according to the statement. Two of the companies, Tang Zhang Santing and Habi Jinda, were also fined an equivalent of, in US dollars, the equivalent of $628,000 and uh, $1.1 million. It's part of a long running environmental crackdown in the steel making hub. Tangzhan Jinmang and another three mills were found guilty last March of not complying with production cuts put in place to reduce pollution. I love that. I hope these stories bring some optimism and some lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.